0: This episode is sponsored by Aura. Every once in a while, a product comes along that changes everything. And that product is Aura. Aura is an easy to use app that includes everything families
1: need to protect their identities, money, passwords, devices, and more. It's really easy to set up and has everything you need. So you don't have to download seven separate apps to get things like parental controls, antivirus, ID theft, and transaction monitoring and more. You get everything at one affordable price.
0: What makes Aura different, you say? It's simple to set up. It protects against today's and tomorrow's threats and with parental controls to let your kids explore the internet safely, filter harmful sites, apps, and manage screen time easily. Online safety for today's digital safety. It's tech that grows with you and your family. Browse safely, Surf smartly, Aura comes packed
1: with all the tools you need to protect you and your family from the online threats you can't see.
0: Our listeners will get a 14-day free trial of Aura for individuals, couples, or their family by going to Aura.com potential. That's Aura spelled A-U-R-A dot com slash, potential.
1: Once again, get your first 14-day free trial of Aura by going to Aura.com potential. Protect what's important. Proactive protection for your assets, identity, family, and tech, across every device. And remember, know your potential. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more... This is Potential
0: Picks. Good day and good morrow and welcome back to another edition of the Potential Picks. I'm your host, uh, Christopher Elwood Dua, and joined by my fellow squire, Taylor Suckle. What is your middle name? I actually don't know that. Joseph. Joseph. Yes. TJS. That's right. TJS. (laughs) Exactly. Trader Joe's. That's actually his name. No, welcome back, folks. We are here with another potential pick, and we're excited to review the latest fantasy heist film, Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves. This is from a screenplay by Jonathan Goldstein, John Francis Daly, and Michael Guillo, with Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly co-directing. For those of you who remember, a long time ago, a little film came out called Dungeons & Dragons. And it was not great. Uh, it was not fun at all. And this has been a long-standing you know, role-playing game uh, that has spanned decades and uh, so many different iterations and campaigns and has spun off into multiple different medias. But we had this new movie coming out uh, with a little trepidation just because of the last one. But this looks like a great cast and blending more of a humorous take on the genre. So we're not doing spoilers today. But uh, Taylor, what is a brief synopsis of Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves? So Dungeons and Dragons, we
1: follow a band of thieves uh, led by Chris Pine's character, Edgin Darvis. He um, sw- swore an oath. Uh, to be part of this guild and it ends up getting his wife killed. So he kind of comes back together, forms this band of thieves, and then he, and he's left pretty much for dead. And he's trying to get back uh, to his, to his daughter, bring back his family all while getting revenge uh, from not only one of his former associates, but also the red wizards. So, this was interesting because you know, Chris. I don't know how familiar you are with Dungeons Dragons. What little like do not Duna, really at all.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know most of my D and D lore from Stranger Things. <laughs> probably the I average, say. average Joe
1: or Jane out there, probably the same. That's that's the most recent, you know. So I went into this very blindly, very excited to you know who, what's this going to be about. Um, I will say, right off the bat, from the trailers, I knew that there was going to be a good amount of humor, but great action. Even for the trailers, the CGI and the stuff look pretty decent. And, you know, we've seen a lot of great big budget stuff where it's been so so. And this one, obviously, being um, an IP that's not really been well established in media, you know, it's they didn't have that kind of budget like, you know, your typical Marvel or something. But, this is pretty um, good, though. Still yeah, pretty good. 150, around
0: 150 million yeah, yeah. Uh, budget, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, I really enjoy this. And this is actually exciting, folks. We got to this is one of the few reviews that Chris and I got to watch in theaters together. Uh, and we were having just a fantastic time. We laughed probably throughout this movie. There was such great humor. And I was really pleasantly surprised about that.
0: Well, I mean, right away, Chris Pine as the lead of this film, the leader of this band, is the driving force, and he is hilarious. And this is back to the roots that Chris Pine does so well that we've seen in films like Star Trek, uh, and even his role in Wonder Woman, is that quick, kind of quippy humor. And really, I think what was a funny kind of kind of idea in this film is all these characters that go along on this journey with him that are all these different, uh, you know, types and that, that's a big part of the D lore is that you know you choose your character you choose your, all the traits and you know obviously, yeah he's the only one of the group who realistically doesn't have any abilities you know <laughs> yeah. he's the one he's he's a bard and he's obviously the silver-tongued prince of the group and that he can use his words to kind of get out of situations but they use a lot of humor where whenever an action sequence happens realistically he does no fighting He usually is kind of on the side. Uh, There was a great moment in the trailer they showed where there's a moment where Michelle Rodriguez, who plays Holga, who's kind of like his pseudo-partner, not at all romantically, but uh, she's been along the ride with him for quite a while, and she's this barbarian. She kicks ass in this film. I mean, no joke, it's Michelle Rodriguez. She's, you know, action royalty at this point, and we got Fast X coming up in just a few months. But... She kicks butt, and there's a great scene in that it was seen in the trailer where they're both been hand tied, and she's picking out this brick. So right as the axe is gonna come down to behead them, she starts blocking. and She starts fighting, and he's trying to scratch off these ropes. (laughs) Yeah, and even says, you know, it's like I'm sure there's sharper stairs somewhere in the (laughs) castle. Like, just some of the humor was so funny. Then you throw in Justice Smith, who plays this not so great, uh, half elf sorcerer a lot of the film is him trying to find his true power and there's a lot of humor of like at one point he's doing kind of a magic show uh and one of his magic powers is here's the smell of grass fresh cut grass oh, we great. were cracking up that's useful yeah and then we got uh, sophia lillis as Doric. um of course if you don't rem- remember her she was uh the great character in it the, the only girl uh, and you know of the young group and she's fantastic and she's got some really great powers on this because she can turn into various creatures including straight out of the trailer the owlbear uh, which was a really funny like creature and again that's i think a fun part about D is there is some fun there's fun creatures in different places and i think that was a hard task for them was like How do you centralize one story when this has a world that is so vast and big with so many characters? I think that was actually smart for them is that they stuck to a very simple plot, if you will. And I don't mean simple in that it was like childish, but I mean straightforward. Yeah. Straightforward and easy to follow because I think they were trying to advertise to people that enjoy fantasy, but also enjoy humor and action. And this is very family friendly that you don't have to go in knowing really anything. And yes, like with any fantasy movie and like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, et cetera, there's going to be a bunch of names that are very kind of, uh, more of that medieval era, uh, and even like names of places and names of like, you need the helm of blah, blah, blah. And this, you know, I was sound like Conan being like, it's going to the board forth, and, you I know, know it's like,
1: And then the, we got to go castle of Zigzar. Yeah. Um, it's
0: like, you don't really need to know. Those names, are there. I mean, yes, like right in the beginning of the movie, there's this great prison scene, and there's a giant flying bird who's a judge uh, named Jonathan. And the first couple of times Chris Pine said it, I thought he was saying Jonathan, and then I realized no, he's saying Jonathan. Uh, yeah. And I was cracking up, but I think Jonathan actually is a character from the D and D lore. But uh, and you got uh, yeah, yeah, Hugh Grant in here, who's kind of our central. Uh, sneaky villain kind of a kind of a snidely whiplash kind of character like he's definitely twiddling the mustache no mustache in the film and then the one that I was I loved his role in the film he just was given the short staff in terms of like how much time this film clocked into about 2 hours 15 minutes I want to say he's in maybe half hour of the film maybe 40 minutes uh, Regie Jean Page who of course He's our uh, Bridgerton Bow from season one who uh, left the show because now he's pursuing film roles. And rightfully so, he's great in this role as this paladin. Uh, uh, and he has some of the best action in the film. I think the sequence that he kind of leads into this, you see in the trailer with the big dragon who is super fat, which was a funny <laughs> bit. It's a giant
1: cat, basically.
0: <laughs> this whole like kind of underground treasure trove volcanic lair that was some of the best moments of the film and he has some great humor along with that because he's kind of like a uh he's kind of like um Dave Bautista's role in Gardens of the Galaxy he's like Drax he's got like no sense of sarcasm or humor um which of course with Chris Pine plays lovely um but he he didn't really come in for the whole tail end of the finale and I was expecting him to pop up again so I'm hoping you know, this is one of those films where I don't know how well it's doing. There's a lot of competition right now with films, but I would love for them to do a sequel and him get more time in the sequel.
1: Or even be kind of the lead.
0: Or even like the lead, and then he needs to get some of these thieves along to help with him or something. Uh, there has been talks of a straight-to Paramount Plus spinoff series, so I don't know who's going to be involved with that. But, uh, yeah, he's just the one part that I was like, I loved him in the role wanted more from him uh, in the film, but this film was so much fun. It was it was just so much fun. Yeah,
1: no, and no prior knowledge needed. Um, what I, I think was interesting about the film, not being a Dungeons and Dragons master or, um, you know, pretty much I'm below a novice. So that's the thing. Uh, you definitely can see there are a lot of Easter eggs throughout the film where I noticed something in the corner or the foreground. And I'm like, that is for the fans right there. That is for the OGs. And I thought it was well-placed. So you're adding all this kind of lore. Like you got the gelatinous cube. You got yeah. this little spider thing crawling up there. I'm like, oh, that's something, that's something. But it it didn't make me feel like, oh, I don't know that reference. This ruins the movie for me. It didn't. It's like, okay, I see where that's going. And it actually made me excited to, I actually want to know about Dengren. Cause like, I, honestly, Chris, I would love to do like one session just to try it out because I've never done it. And it kind of got me excited, but there is just so much potential huh, with this film and I enjoyed it. Even though over a two hour film, yeah, I wanted more. It was just really great. Love the action. The My only other gripe besides what you had said was we've kind of got this main secondary villain kind of in the shadows uh, played by Daisy Head as Sofina, the red wizard of Thay she has a really good kind of creepy role and she's kind of like the mastermind behind this these wizards of thay and you know you see in the trailer there's this big fight sequence and there's a lot that that's happening but then um there was like no cause and effect i thought like okay wait they didn't kind of leave it off like is that person you know what would ha- you know there's, there's some stuff that was left unsaid there's a little bit of tease but not like i there are some you know uh, post credit but not like um what i wanted so um i don't know if they're holding that for something else or what no spoilers but um it kind of left me a little unsatisfied with that villain that was the only thing that kind of annoyed me
0: yeah i think that kind of fell into a little bit of a hellboy camp a little bit of the just you know we needed some threat uh but there was a couple scenes where i was like oh maybe they're playing it off for future stuff the directors have kind of spoken that they never set out to make like a franchise. They wanted to make the one film and then Paramount reached out and was like, we'd love to do a series. Uh, But, you know, this is kind of the big thing we're seeing is a lot of these films continuing on to the smaller screen. You know, we've got a trailer for the Continental, you know, John Wick is getting a spinoff on Peacock. So I do wonder what's going to happen, but um, yeah, I think they were building up to this kind of grand finale. And there was this big moment where it was like, oh, this is going to be the moment where a lot of people uh suffer and it wasn't as much suffering as i thought or how you know and again this could have gone into budget could have gone into the money they had but i hope this gets uh seen by a lot of people it was a lot of fun great action pretty good cgi for what they had and the cast is really what sells this film Uh, especially again chris pine is so fun to watch in this film so for me I really had a good time with this. I love, obviously, the fantasy genre, and I think this was something that Dungeons and Dragons desperately needed uh, from the bad taste that the last film left in most people's mouth. So for me, D and D Honor Among Thieves, I'm gonna give a solid 8.5 out of 10. It was a blast.
1: Oh, same here. I couldn't agree more. And do yourself a favor, go check out Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves in theaters
0: now. And that was this edition of. Potential picks. Thanks for listening to the Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Potential Podcast or on Twitter at the Potential Pod. Or you can email us,
1: send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, podcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your
0: host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdem. And remember.
1: Know your potential.